Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Do you remember when Ebola was a thing breaking out? Oh my gosh, yes. In the U.S. And I, as I was on coming down from the pain medicine, I was convinced that I had oh. the Ebola. <laughs> I kept saying I have the Ebola. <laughs> Hey, Science Pals, welcome back to the Random Theory Podcast. I'm Grace. And I'm Josh. And together we chat about science in fun little ways. Ooh, yes, we do that. Here's what I want to talk about. Tell me. I I received a text last night that you (laughs) happened to be at an event and a certain someone walked by you. Yeah. And you were starstruck. I was starstruck last night. Yeah. I I immediately was like, oh my God, I have to text Josh. Because I think you're like, anyone else that was there, like the people that I was with, they were like, who? Like, who is that? Like, even told Michael, like my boyfriend, I was like, oh my God, he was there. And like, everyone was like, who who is that? Like, I don't know who that is. Well, first of all, just say where you were. Let's, let's get yeah. everyone up to speed. I got to do a very New York thing last night that I feel very, very privileged to do. Uh, I was able to attend an opening night on Broadway, which is pretty freaking insane to say that like I attended an opening night of a Broadway show. If you don't know what that is, it's a very big deal. Apparently, I did not know it was an opening night until I got there. There's like paparazzi. There is cast. There are famous people. There are supporters. It is a big, big deal. The play I went to see is it's called The Cottage. Okay. Definitely more PG-13, I would say. Oh, really? um, so, yeah, okay. if you're going to go see it with your family, not a family show, definitely like an adult show. Okay. um hilarious like it's for 16 weeks only hilarious directed by the guy that plays uh his name's jason that's his like real life name but he plays george on seinfeld oh jason alexander yes directed by jason alexander yes Oh, I did I not did know not. this until he was on stage. Like, there's Whoa. just a lot of like, yeah. So, like, directed by him at the end, he came up and like talked. That's a really cool thing about opening night on Broadway is like the director and the writer that everyone comes up on stage and like speaks afterwards, and it's just like really, really wholesome and cool. But yeah, Jason Alexander directed wow. this, and so once I saw him come on stage, I was like, this all makes sense now. Like, okay. it's a comedy play on broadway but it it feels like you're sitting there watching the taping of a sitcom oh that's cool that's fun yeah very fun 
very much like you are the camera and the like you're obviously the audience, but it's like you're the camera, the way that they look and react and like talk to the camera. Right. Had a lot of fun. But there was this after party afterwards and I go and I'm like sitting there talking, mingling, kind of like just hanging out in the corner because I am a nobody at this event. Like I, I like to be completely fair and honest, like I am a nobody. Like people are looking around the room, like connecting, talking, like there's some very important people in the room that I had no idea who they were just because, you know, I'm not in the Broadway world, but sure. there were some big people in the room. And well, you went to this because you are friends with someone yes. that works in the, the Broadway yes. scene. Yes. Yeah, my friend works for a marketing agency or an agency. Right. She's she's how we were able to work with Kimberly Kimbo, uh, right. which ended up it. winning five Tony Awards. Really? Yes, won five wow. Tony Awards this year, which is so exciting. But yeah, I got the look last minute to attend this thing with her, and it was it was fantastic. So we're at this after party, and if you've ever watched Community. Abed, the, the, the TV show. Yeah, the, yeah. If you've ever, sorry, if you, I'm just like still in awe that I saw him that he exists in this timeline. <laughs> um, but like, literally, like this is how starstruck I was because, uh, well, number one, Josh and I are obsessed with Community. Yeah. It is one of our favorite shows. Obsessed. Community. When he walked in, if you know Abed, the character, he is yeah. unmistakably uh, identifiable. When he walks yeah, yeah, into yeah. a room, unmistakably, the jaw structure, like how tall, like he's not that tall though. Really? Maybe he six looks foot. Tall. He looks, he looks tall, really so. tall. Yeah. He walked in and I was like, I grabbed one of the girl's arms. And I was like, oh my God, that's Ovid. And she was like, <laughs> what? And I was like, that's Ovid Nadir from Community. And at this point, I like my heart is racing. My hands are sweaty. I am just yeah. like full panic mode. Like I make eye contact with him immediately look away because <laughs> I, I was just like, I, I can't. I quite literally can't right now. I was like, I can't function. I can't. Yeah. I was like, I don't want him to feel awkward. And we made eye contact a couple other times. And I was like, oh, dang it. He knows I'm a fan. And I didn't want that. Uh, so I was like, I don't want him to feel uncomfortable or like whatever. Sure, um, sure. But like literally starstruck with him because Ovid is like my favorite character on Community. He's the best character. For anyone out there, if you haven't watched the TV show Community, um, <laughs> watch it first of all watch it yes at least the first three seasons it falls off it falls off but the first i don't know three... so i went back and rewatched it recently and yeah. i feel like the later seasons are better once you've watched community like two or three times yes. because you see how the later seasons tie back to like the first three seasons yeah well does that make any so, sense yes and i'll and i can explain so the first yes, tell three me where the show was created and the showrunner uh, is created by Dan Harmon. Yes. He was fired for the fourth season. He also did what? He's done a lot of things, a lot of comedy. The other big thing is like he did Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was fired for season four. So he was not involved in it at all. Mm. And then brought back for five and six. So That makes so much sense. Oh, so watch Community. The character of Abed, played by this actor, Danny Pudi, is just the greatest character on the show. The character development of him is yeah. next level. I don't know that 
Danny Pudi star- is in anything else. I, like, I, it, what else is he in? I so okay. There's there's another show that I watched him in recently. Uh, it's on Apple TV. It's called Mythic Quest, and it's made by one of the guys that made the TV show. Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Okay, cool. He plays like a normal character that's not you know not Abedi. Oh really? Um, and that was so weird to see him in that uh, at first. I was like, oh, he's talking normal and not Abed like. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, he's in DuckTales. Oh yeah, he is in DuckTales. <gasps> what? Community the movie is coming out in 2024. Yeah, they uh they're they're doing it. 6 seasons in a movie. That's why he said it at the end of the last season. He was like six seasons in a movie. Six seasons, six seasons in a movie. Oh my um, god, I have chills. I wish I could have had the guts to talk to him. Yeah, uh, but I just, I didn't want. I just, I couldn't. I didn't know what to say besides "I love you" in community, and I'm sure he gets that all the time. And sure. also, it was just like a, it was a, it was a fancy event. I didn't want to go up to him and like be a fan. I wanted him to feel like he's like you know. Like, he can come to these things. I don't want to ruin it for him. But let me just read you the series of events and the text that I sent Josh. You know, what's hilarious is I was literally pulling him up on my phone. <laughs> like, I have them. I was going to do the exact same thing. <laughs> we'll read them out and, like, how I imagine it went with us. Okay. So, I texted Josh. This is at 9.25 p.m. OMG, OMG, ONG. I didn't even get the M on the last one. I said, the guy that plays Abed from Community is at the opening night for the play. He just walked by me. <laughs> I said, what? With like <laughs> four, seven A's in the what? Uh, that is incredible. And then I said, he exists in this timeline. <laughs> and then I, I sent a GIF from the show of Abed and it says geeking out. Let me get that <gasps> in the old camera shot here. Yeah, oh, There it is. Yep. Uh, and said it's not the darkest timeline <laughs> for anyone that's watched Community you'll understand and then I said I was starstruck I couldn't talk to him and then this was the thing that I, I wouldn't have been able to be in the room because I would have had to have done this so you would have yelled it across the way <laughs> I would want to I mean maybe I'm you know I there's yeah. no way are you kidding me me I would be like hiding in the corner Josh would have left he would have been like I'm yeah, out I <laughs> the second he, the second he walked in that room I would have just left I think I froze I like I straight up like I straight froze like it was bad I said, I don't blame you at all, although I probably would have been tempted to yell, Troy and Abed in the morning. <laughs> For any- Again, anyway, if you haven't seen Community, this whole part of the podcast is just going to be so lost. I'm so sorry. You don't sorry. care. Yeah. What a night. You, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's just what a incredible. Night. I didn't even know about Jason Alexander. You didn't even mention that because you were so starstruck by <laughs> Abed. Things you never think you're going to do living in New York City. Sure. Yeah. Run into famous people. Apparently, I if I ever run into... Listen, if you ever run into Josh and I on the street and you come talk, like you're scared to come talk to us, just know you have no fear because we are more stra- starstruck probably than like you would be with us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Plus, I'm a very awkward human. So if you've ever run into me, like I'm probably it's probably been a very awkward encounter and experience. I I am also (laughs) a very awkward. I'm I am so introverted and like shy and I try and like 
turn it on when I need to talk to somebody and I, it probably just comes across as weird. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that that's what you're getting. That's what you get with us. So Yeah. What do you got from Apple Podcasts? Do you have one? This is from Eli Boss 15 Cool. Uh, it says, joke and a topic. Gave us five stars. Thank you very much. Nice. It says, okay. knock, knock. Who's there? Boo. Boo who? What's wrong? Why are you crying? Classic. Classic. <laughs> Classic. They said, I think it'd be cool if you guys did a podcast on about why people dream. I believe we did that. Did we not do that? We did. I think it was, I think the podcast was titled, Why Do People Sleep and Dream? Yeah. You can go back and listen to it. And then they said, and by the way, I look up to you guys and I loved the podcast ever since it came out. Hope you guys are having a great day. Oh, well, Thanks. Very nice. Thank Thanks you so much. Thanks for the rating and review. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you guys, feel free to leave us a review on Apple Pod, five-star rating. Yeah. It literally means it was like every podcast. If you guys can just drop a like, we love you. Hey, five stars. It would mean the yeah. world to us. It really, it, and it helps out the show. Um, it boosts us in the whatever the Apple podcast like rating yeah. system. So it really helps us out. Also, like make sure you're subscribed. Uh, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or if you listen on Spotify or something, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, subscribe mm-hmm. so you get the episode when it comes out. I've got an email from our email address, email address uh, randomtheorypod at gmail.com. Tell me more. Okay, so this one is coming from Seamus. So Seamus said, hey, Grace and Josh, I'm OGRT. Uh, They're also saying a special hi to Grace from across the East River in Brooklyn. (gasps) Hi. So they're a a local to the the area. Oh, my gosh. I always go over to Brooklyn. If you ever see me there, say, hey, I love going to Brooklyn. Anyway, says, last night, I was thinking about the organs you can get removed without problems, e.g. tonsils, appendix, gallbladder. That got me wondering, what is the maximum number of organs and which ones can be removed before you start having to take medication or undergo procedures like dialysis? Suddenly, I got thinking this may be a good idea for a Random Theory episode. Best, Seamus. Seamus. A fantastic email. Thank you, first of all. Thank you so much for writing in. And I think that is a fantastic topic. Very interesting. Uh, And I think we'll get into it more right after this break. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Vestigial organs. Vestigial organs. That's what we're talking about today. Also Have known you... as the most useless body parts. <laughs> if, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had a vestigial organ removed? I have my wisdom teeth. Oh, sure. Okay. I, I was going to say I haven't, but actually, yes, I have. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you've had your wisdom teeth taken out, those are a uh, vestigial organ. So these body parts remained in our bodies throughout evolution. At one point, 
They represented a function that evolved out of a necessity for survival. Right. So it was a thing we had that then we didn't need anymore, but the body part remained. Yes. Kind of like uh, how some we're going to talk about in a little bit, but like some snakes have like little back bumps, like they have bumps where like legs would have been at one point. Yeah, you know, I've he- I've always heard about snakes having legs and I just can't, like it just doesn't make sense. Uh, for me, like the- people say they came from lizards. I think that it's more like centipede vibes, oh. if you ask me. Oh. Like it's more uh, that kind of vibe. Definitely probably came oh. from lizards, but like that's how I imagine. Like if you think of a snake with legs, it, to me it reminds me of like a centipede. That's horrific. Ugly. I hate centipedes. Yeah. yeah. We had one yeah. in our apartment the other day and I was like, ugh. Oh, no. Yeah, I watched it crawl for a couple seconds, and I was like, die. Uh, Absolutely. uh, So such structures can arise due to gene mutations, which cause a change in a protein. Mm. And these mutated proteins result in the formation of vestigial structures. So in the population, the occurrence of such structures may, however, increase if it is beneficial enough. So for instance, like we just said, snakes have evolved to slither as they no longer have legs. Uh, excluding some snakes who still possess like rear legs, like boas. Boas have like little rear legs. They do. Yeah. What boa boa legs? They oh my. They basically look like little spurs. They don't really like. It's spurs. not like a leg leg, but they have little spurs on the back. Little, little spurs. They're little clicking spurs. The old, clicking the old spurs. Yeah, they just look like little bumps coming out. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. But in humans, like the appendix is a great example of vestigial organ. Uh, right. This non-functioning organ eventually degenerates, shrinking in size, and will be just disappearing, essentially. Right. Eventually, over the course of like generations. Yeah. Through evolution. They're actually seeing it in humans now where wisdom teeth are actually disappearing. So some people are just not born with wisdom teeth at all. Like really? genetically, they don't have wisdom teeth or they'll have wow. like one or they'll have two. Um, so we are starting to actively see it disappear. Dude, that's wild. I Good Very for wild. those people because uh, getting my wisdom teeth out was so miserable. Yeah, I bruised so bad. It was so bad. I, I think mine, like they got infected. Oh, did um, you get dry socket? I think I might have had dry socket. Like it was ah. just the whole thing. It was really a miserable no. experience. That's so bad. Um, the the video, I still have the video of me. Of course, there's a video. Uh, yeah, I have my video too. There always is. And it was right around the time. This is how long ago it was. Do you remember when Ebola was a thing breaking out? Oh my gosh, yes. In the US. And I... As I was on coming down from the pain medicine, I was convinced that I had oh, the bola. No. <laughs> I kept saying I have the bola. Yeah. So That's hilarious. Pretty great. <laughs> I wanted no help from anyone. I was like, I can get out of the car. I'm yeah, I got fine. it. I got it. I got it. That's literally what I said. I literally almost fell down. Uh, my dad nice. tried to catch me and I was like, I got it. I don't need your help. Speaks oh, to my geez. stubborn nature. Jeez. Sure. <laughs> Uh, okay, so wisdom teeth. Yeah. This forms the third set of molars in your buccal cavity, and they may have been significant in the past for chewing through raw food, but in modern times, as they are inaccessible and remote, it can cause pain and infection because we're not using them. Right, because we don't chew on 
raw, raw. food that often anymore. Raw fish, raw meat. Just like taking a bite out of a hunk of meat. Yeah. And chewing it us. with those big back teeth. Ugh. Which that's, yeah, I mean, that's what's so crazy is like there was a time when those fully, you know, in a, in a set of humans, those fully came in and were like yep. in the basically the back of your mouth. Yeah. And they were used all the time. But then just over the course of, you know, generations of evolution, they just stop coming in. Mm-hmm. But then that causes problems because then they just get like impacted or and infected because they're Cause, not like fully emerging. Yeah. Because you're not brushing um, them or food gets stuck well, in them. Well, that too. Yeah, that too. Yeah. You're not like caring for them. So then people have to get them removed. But now it sounds like we're we're swinging the other way and they're just not even coming in, which is crazy. This one was shocking to me. Your sinuses. The sinuses. Yeah. I mean, if we could all get rid of oh. sinuses, that would be amazing. But human yeah. cheekbones <laughs> hold the max alary sinuses. Uh, okay. And the face consists of pockets of air that are our sinuses essentially and they're lined by a thin layer of mucosa mucus and it has no significant use but infection leads to sinusitis literally no point in having your sinuses that is fascinating i've never really thought about that but it's true like there's no purpose for them and they're just there to get infected okay so this is really interesting so most people have four pairs of sinus cavities in their head or eight total. So you have two large frontal sinuses that are located above your eyes and in your forehead, two other sinuses that are between your eyes, which are normally the where your cheeks get like super puffy, and then two sinuses mm. are your maxillary sinuses, which are positioned under your eyes and behind your cheeks. Sorry, those are the ones right. that usually get puffy. And then right. you have like your nose sinuses essentially. So you have you have basically you have two big ones below your eyes and two big ones above your eyes. And then, like, a couple more, like, in your nose area. Yeah, yeah. And a small number of people are born with fewer sinuses. Really? Less sinuses? Yes. So they're starting to disappear as well. Good for them. I know, right? Lucky son of a guns. Must be nice. Must be nice. I did find something that said, like, you know, the sinuses are there to protect your skull in case of injury to the face. I guess that makes sense protecting your face and i guess in this modern day we don't really take too many blows to the face yeah you know i think it like what once Uh, it used to probably be very helpful but nowadays it's just kind of like not really necessary so uh goodbye uh the next one on the list is the appendix the big one it's the most commonly known of them i feel like everyone knows at least someone that's had a ruptured appendix i feel like at least once a month Maybe that I, that might be overstating it, but I feel like at least once a month, I'll have a pain where I'm like, "Oh, this is it. This Zip. is it's this going. Is t- it's time. <laughs> this is it." And then it's, you lay on your left side, and it's like gas or something. Yeah, it yeah. Through your it body. Up, <laughs> yeah, it ends up being like nothing or whatever. But just in that moment, I'm like, "Oh, it's ruptured. This it's is the ruptured. moment. I'm done. Yeah. This is it." Yeah. Uh, this finger-like tube closed at one end uh, arises from the vermiform process. So in prime ancestors, the appendix is believed to have brought about the digestion of cellulose. And today, scientists predict that the appendix may play a role in digestion by bacteria. Interesting. 
Yeah, you know, I think what's interesting to uh, think about here as well is cellulose is the main substance in the wall of plant cells, helping plants remain stiff and upright. Right, yeah. And humans can't digest cellulose. It's like a building block. Yeah. You know, in in modern day, I think it's less common and there's other things we eat that aren't as bad. Yeah. Um, But back then they had no choice, so Mm -hmm. they needed a fully functioning appendix to process those things yeah yeah. makes perfect sense the next one we got is the coccyx okay sure do you know what the coccyx is i do it's the tail it's the tailbone the old tailbone uh my tailbone is broken really yes i broke it back in like elementary school and i've always struggled with pain in my like coccyx sense but like you can't fix the tailbone unless you want to sit on a donut the rest of your life sure (laughs) sure and i broke it in if that makes any sense because i like fell and like landed on my butt and so i broke it like in and my doctor was just like oh once you have a child one day it'll basically break it back into place and i was like good what (laughs) whoa so um, just waiting to have children so I can snap my coccyx back. So into place. you got that to look forward to. Uh, yeah, that yeah. sounds fun. I'm gonna be like Yay. screaming in pain, and the doctors are gonna be like, "You're done giving birth." I'm gonna be like, "I broke my tailbone again." I'm just, uh, just, could you check my tailbone? Make sure it's back in place. My tailbone is jank and jacked uh. up. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's gonna be really fun. That sounds fun. Yeah, it forms the last part of your vertebral column, the residual of a lost tail and is often termed as, you know, the tailbone. It is observed during human embryosis. This formed as the centerpiece of the theory of recapitulation. Uh, Basically, the recapitulation theory is that like everything looks the same as it's developing until it gets to a certain point. Like Mm. a fish, salamander, turtle, chicken, rabbit, and human, the embryo almost all look identical which makes sense yeah um if you're just an embryo like there's nothing there's no defining features there right they claim that by like biogenetic law which like you know it is a it is a law it's like a fish reptile bird and human all have gill slits as an embryo gill wait wait, did you just say humans have gill slits as an embryo yes like this is a very polarizing thing in science. So like I'm not saying I take a side. We're just giving you the information. Um, sure. So the biogenetic law is a theory proposed by this individual named Hackle, I believe, which suggests that an organism's developmental stages reflect its evolutionary history. So it's mm. basically saying like all of us look the exact same. Like if you look at the embryo of a fish, a salamander, a tortoise, a chick, chicken, a rabbit, and a human, like everyone looks the exact same. At the beginning. Yeah, at the very beginning. So it's like, where did we all come from? It's an interesting, interesting thought. Yes. And it's it saying is. and so this was saying that the coccyx or the tailbone was a centerpiece of that theory. I would assume because that is one of the first things to form. That we all share. Okay, your external ear is another one. External ear. Yes, the helix or the outer rim of your ear is known to be a vestigial structure. So underdeveloped muscle in the ear makes us 
incapable to bring about the movement of ears. And Darwin's tubercle is a vestigial feature presented uh, on the juncture of the upper part of the ear. That's interesting. So that like hard piece that's yeah, like yeah, yeah. on your ear. Right. Could just disappear. That's fascinating. I wonder, uh, I mean, first I wonder if that's happening. Like if if people are being born without outer ears. I don't know. So yeah, I believe this because I look at people's ears. I know that's a weird thing just because I'm self-conscious about my ears um, yeah, because I was always okay. teased because my ears are very tiny. Um, sure. So I, I look at other people's ears, which is weird. And I noticed that like some people don't have like a very large outer rim, but other people do have like the helix that's like larger. Right. So it's it's right. very interesting. The fact that also it's saying... It used to have a developed muscle, right? That's what it's yeah. saying. Because now yeah. it's now it's an underdeveloped muscle, but I would assume that's alluding to the fact that it used to be a developed muscle in your ear to be able to move that part of the ear. Which makes sense because they would need to be able to move their ears to like listen to things. How much of this comes back to at one point <laughs> your day to day was just try not to die. Try not don't to die. Get, literally. Don't get literally. attacked by something. Don't die or like buy like a saber tooth tiger. Don't yeah. don't let one kill you. So being able to like adjust your ears to listen a little better or something um, was a big thing. And now we're just idiots with AirPods jamming music nonstop. We don't care. Yeah, literally. Another one is the nictating membrane. Okay. This is your third eyelid and it's found on a few animals that protect their eyes and keep your eyes moist and helps vision. Oh, sure. Like uh, camels. Oh, yeah. Camels, cats, frogs. Those are just the few that I can think of off the top of my head. I've seen video of like a camel that had, and it's, I think, yeah, to protect it and like. From the sand. From the sand. Yeah. In deserts. But in humans, ours is replaced by the plica semilunarius. So if like you look at your eyeball, it's that like gushy pink stuff in the corner. The gushy pink in the corner of like your eye. Like if you look at the corner of your eye, it's like the like fleshy pink looking it's like thing. The the inside, the inside corner of your eye. Yeah. You can't look um, at your eye. You have to like look in the mirror. It's so weird that this is something that has evolved out because for me, I mean, obviously, like I guess it makes sense in our modern day, we have other ways to protect our eyes, but glasses like, sunglasses like, yeah just sun you know whatever and like just we can if we get some in our eye we can figure it out but but it, it is wrong. like the eyes are still so important you know yeah. and so it, it's like it's weird that that this this added layer of uh maintenance protection and prote yeah protection it's like why did that go away you know mm -hmm. uh tonsils the tonsils okay they remain a vestigial organ in the human body. They act as the first line of defense and protect the body from harmful microorganisms that are either inhaled or ingested by the body. But you don't need it to live. That's interesting. And you can get those bad boys removed, can't you? I don't have tonsils. I was an active strep carrier, and so oh. uh, they had to remove my tonsils. Okay. I had strep like every week. That's probably a good move then. So instead, if my tonsils get inflamed if i get a sore throat 
instead yeah. of my tonsils getting inflamed, I have scars at the back of my throat and the scar tissue will get very, very inflamed and like oh. large, which is really weird. I think it's weird that your tonsils can grow back too. Yeah, they're just like hard-coded in. They're like, no, you can't remove us. We're coming back. Yeah, it's so <laughs> weird. So there are 180 vestigial organs. In the body? In the human body. 180. So if you lost 180 of these things, you would still be okay. My word. Yeah. I had no idea. I would know if you had asked me to guess a number, it would have been like... 20. So there's like 86 human organs that are considered vestigial and then there's other things that your body does that are the uh, okay. the rest of them. Um okay. and it also depends like male to female cuz like obviously nipples and males aren't oh, necessary. Sure. Um yeah. so that's considered vestigial for men, but like obviously for women it's not. But it's very very yeah. interesting. That like you could take out 180 of these things and you would still be okay. Right. Yeah. Our bodies are not functioning at efficiency. <laughs> they're not. We got a lot of excess. We got a lot of like waste that we need yeah. to uh you know. Need we didn't to trim even down. get into the uh the floating ribs that you have that don't do anything to protect any organs. They're just kind of oh, there. The true. ribs you have down low. Like there's there like the list goes on and on and on of like what we could get into with these vestigial organs. So to answer your question you could take out 180 organs before you would need to like be on dialysis or something. I think you could remove 180, but obviously you're probably like in that process, you're probably not gonna be doing too well. No. <laughs> if, you, if you happen to actually remove that many things out of your body, it's just gonna be kind of rough. I, um, I did just along the same lines, uh, I found an article this is just organs in general. So these are not necessarily, I mean, some of them are vestigial organs. Sure. Um, but some aren't, but it's actually like you could still be okay. Okay. Um, which is interesting. You can still have a fairly normal life without one of your lungs, a kidney, your spleen, appendix, gallbladder, uh, tonsils, and some of your lymph nodes, and six of your ribs. Wow. So like right off the bat, they're the lungs thing. That's fascinating. I did not know you could lose a lung. Yeah. And still be okay. Yeah, I just read like if you were like, because I Googled how many organs can you donate and still live? Mm. And it was like one kidney part of your liver and certain other organs and tissues. Yeah, the kidney thing is always like people are always donating kidneys. Yeah. But the lung, I I could I did not think that you could function without a lung. I guess that's a good thing. I you just know. think it's the crazy that you can give someone a lung. I did not think that. That is wild. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, you could donate a lung to someone if they needed it. If you had two great lungs and somebody needed a lung. That just feels so absurd to me. Yeah, the body is just, it, we're not streamlined, people. We need to, we got a lot of excess. <laughs> Got a lot of waste going on inside us. We really do. Absolutely. That's the big <laughs> takeaway today is you can survive without a lot of the stuff inside your body. <laughs> Which is just so fast. It, it Just anything. Like that's the thing is like the body seems so complicated, which it is. Yeah. It's a very complicated thing. 
like on one hand it seems like the the body is like a house of cards and if you pull one out the whole thing's gonna fall apart yeah for sure i think obviously there are some aspects of your body where that is the case but then also it's like well also there's 180 cards that you could pull out that that's that's not really gonna do anything yeah yeah or like a whole lung you could pull a lung out and you'll probably be okay that's so insane to me well there it is seamus we got your answer for you hopefully one day i see you in brooklyn yeah, you guys can uh, get together and talk about tonsils. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go get a lobster roll. A lobster roll? Yeah, they have the best lobster rolls over in uh, Brooklyn. That's a, that's a Brooklyn thing? Yeah. I, I, I'm just I, thinking uh, about like, there's a very touristy area over there. It's like kind of the Dumbo area. And okay. there's just like a fantastic lobster roll place. I don't know. I've been craving a lobster roll lately. Uh, uh, yeah. So I need to go get one. All right, guys. I'm going to DoorDash myself a lobster roll from Brooklyn. <laughs> sure. Why not? Could you DoorDash one to Utah? Could that? Would that yeah, I don't know I'll if it'll ride. Yeah, it. uh, Science Pals, we'll see you next Monday where we're talking about your ears. Your ears. That'll your be a ears. good one. I'm excited. All right, Science Ooh. Pals, have a great week. Enjoy it. Learn something great this week and leave us a rating and review. Yes. Uh, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you like the podcast. Subscribe. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, if you want to send us an email, do so at randomtheorypod at gmail.com. And uh, I think that's it. See you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.